Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, shit. Ghost Winnie. Hello. What are you doing to me, buddy? <laughs> this is like, this is the show star, by the way. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big week in gaming. I'm Swinney for episode 105 for this Sunday, the 20th of November, 2022. What are we talking about this week? We're talking about the nominees for the Game Awards. Um, Game of the Year and everything in between. We're covering Bethesda responding to Mick Gordon's pipe bomb letter from last week about the Doom Eternal soundtrack. And we have impressions of Obsidian's unique mystery adventure title, Pentiment. If you'd like to support the show, we'd love to get you to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. If you're a mega fan, come join us on the Discord. All the links are in the description below or at bigweekpod.com. Joining us today, we have our executive producer, Indigot. Hello, hello, hello. And back. On the show, we have Mike. Hello, finally, I'm back and alive, barely, but here I am. Pipe bomb, you you dropped the pipe bomb word. Probably too early in the stream to be dropping those kind of words, but uh, that didn't make me think of Doom. It made me think of Duke Nukem. Hello, oh, Joe. So you're Duke clearly Nukem not a band. wrestling fan, so I'll, uh, I'll move past that. Strike us if you dare, YouTube. Fan, I dare you, YouTube. I, I, we'll I, just fact, go to I'm... Twitter. Elon won't ban us. Well, I, t- speaking of, I think this is the last time we'll... We'll stream on Twitch and Twitter, isn't it? It's all YouTube from now on. That's so, correct. We are, we've got an exclusive deal with YouTube. We get uh, 4x the ad revenue, which is the true statement. As in nice. the beer brand? Yes. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking that. Is that? Yeah, okay. No, I wasn't thinking that. And we're, we're, we're constantly knocking back these NFT offers uh, to advertise. What a shame. What a shame. All these, I was going to say the, the company that was trying to get us to advertise, but then I'm thinking, wait a second, we are then advertising. <laughs> They're getting no money. Just just, no, <laughs> just telling people they exist is, uh, is promotion enough for them. That's true. Exactly. That's true. So, yes, we are switching full to YouTube. So we have to update the thing at the bottom, Mike, to just say, get to YouTube. Don't worry about anything else. Get your ass to YouTube. Nothing. Exactly. We'll just scratch We live out. on YouTube. We also have some hype. So next week, I've I've penciled it for next week. We could do it the show after, but I reckon we should do it the show after because it's closer. Well, it, it's more just uh, I just want to make sure it's a show where all three of us. Are. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow! Look at the slight. Look at the. No, that's it's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I have been absent for two weeks. We so. will. Should, maybe should we'll... we should we say the behind the scenes stuff, Mike? That. You know, when he's like, oh, what happened, man? And then he's like, all right, let's get on with the show. I don't want to really hear your story. <laughs> no. He's like, what happened? I'm like, I've been depressed. Look, it does make sense to do it. <laughs> all right, let's just move on. <laughs> it does make sense to do it the show leading in. I agree. Right. I agree. Oh, but you're um, nervous. Maybe we should record it and then we can stitch it in if Mike disappears. <laughs> I, or Mike, if Mike's not there, he'll have to mail in his predictions. Yeah, no, we said this. I know you don't watch the show when you're not on it, but... <laughs> I mean, that makes it sound like you watch it if you are on it. It's like you watch it back. I okay. never look yeah. back at anything I've done. I asked ever. on the show, so you definitely didn't hear this because you. I think mm. you would have created this if you heard it. We mm. want you to create a Mike puppet. A Mike puppet. Even okay. better if there's two, but at least one. Wait, wait. Why two? Why two? Mike well, because puppets? because we are in physically different locations. So then, okay. I can put my hand up and go, hey, I'm Mike. This is what okay. I think. All right. Pokemon okay, shit. <laughs> like stuff like that. Very well said. Sounds exactly <laughs> like something I'd say. <laughs> I'm boycotting this company. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to buy that. <laughs> I am a man of principle. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that exactly. would be awesome if you make okay. like a puppet. Cool. I'll make you. I'll, ma- I'll make you one for Christmas. Well, that's just ruined it now. Why? You know, I've already got some stuff in train for, for Christmas. Really? For the big wig Christmas stuff, yeah. Oh, I thought just for me. 
like presents and stuff, but I don't feel like I deserve any. <laughs> no, it's so. a lump of coal. You anyway, deserve everything in the world. Mike. I could turn the lump. Oh, of look at that! Too. What a sweet statement. Know, thanks, but, with no meaning, no real <laughs> meaning behind it, no genuine. <laughs> And uh, like, I, you deserve everything, Mike. Let's, let, let's move on with the show. Now. Yeah. I see this also uh, last minute uh, edition of a question of the week here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, was it? Yes, was uh, it? God, I think you, you were talk, telling me about this uh, the other week, and I thought you would bring it up on the uh, show. Oh, yeah, is, yeah, but we answered it though, right? Oh, okay. yeah, just, no, we were going to get Mike to answer it. Remember? We oh, yeah, 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 what he would say. Uh-huh. So. We were so, going to pretend that he, we, we didn't already cover this on the show because it doesn't <laughs> listen. Okay. That's true. But wait, wait we're, yeah, so do you remember what you predicted? I remember what I predicted. Yes, I remember what I predicted. Okay. I don't remember what you predicted, actually, but okay. I'll, yes, I'll, okay. It would jog right. my memory. Mike, if you could raise the memory of one game you've played to then experience it for the first time again. Good question. Oh, what would it be? What game would it be? experience it for the first time again, not yes. because it's completely altered the rest of my future. <laughs> no, just, he's gone so deep on. It, this is so entire, Mike. This is, my I should have answered life this. would have been completely different. Okay. My answer Man, should have been, know. I'll be a minimalist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be a minimalist. I wish, what I wish game? I what game? What place. game? Man, I don't know. Uh, what? I'm trying to think something that I... It'd have to be something recent, I suppose. I, honestly, I don't know. Be anything. I, the, look, so the reason I'm struggling to, to say this is because... You didn't right have any game. notice. No, well, no, no, no. Because well, we didn't have right, right game at the right time. I can't like if I if I try to play. So, so for example, if I try to play an older game now, it just it doesn't work the same way. Whether I played it or not, if I played it, I'm like ah, nostalgia. That's it's not really the game I remember. And if I haven't played anyway, it, just I'm pick like, a goddamn eh, game. I don't really have one. But I bet one of you said Sextress. No, well, uh, we so, said that as a joke. I think. Yeah, I said no, that as say a joke. Ser- no, wait, wait, don't tell. Don't, just <laughs> say a serious game. Just pick one. Go quick. I don't know, like Mass Effect. Yeah, he wins. He wins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Nice, nice work. Why I did said, you guess, Swinny? I said Fallout. Oh, but that's Fallout. that would have that was. I thought you said Dead Space. Did you say Fallout? No, I said no, no, Fallout. Fallout would have been also in my brain. Yeah. The the only thing is, it's what <laughs> I you got said. It's like <laughs> I'm so competitive. Yeah. <laughs> Starting a, a like an older game for the first time is very different than like mm-hmm. like Mass Effect ones. Obviously, way newer than Fallout. You know, so and I like the original you know, Fallout right? is would still hold probably hold better than the original Mass Effect. They should remake that the original Fallout. I kept, man. I'm like, I feel like I don't listen on the show. I've said it probably the, like the ten perfect. times. I've said it ten times that they lost the source code, so they can't. Yeah, but I mean, they, they should just remake. They should remake it. They can't. Well, I suppose they could just do it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you remake it. You're not like remastering. <laughs> no, no, I said like remastering. Okay, fucking well, remaster the, remake. The crazy part, right? Not only does uh, the Fallout IP now sits under the same house as Brian Fargo, who was you mm. know headed up the original Fallout, mm. who's in in Exile Entertainment. So mm. they've got the original guy if he wanted to actually do it as long as well Which as obviously wouldn't. Bethesda. So I'm so excited that I got Mass Effect correct. That was a, that was oh, well done, <laughs> well done. Nice. Yeah, very competitive. You could see my genuine reaction. There was all right. Well, all right. sorry, Swinny. What have we been up to this week? Uh, kicking off Intergot. What do you been doing? Yes, um, so I played a little bit of a Plague Tale Requiem. Um, not the game for me, that's for sure. And I'm actually really surprised. I don't know, I didn't get very far into it. But I was like, wow, this is a game of the year? Like, this is a pretty weird year. Um, like, to be fair, I'm not a massive stealth fan. But mm. even, like, from the start, the the 
the way that the mocap and the performances, like I think the vocal performance is pretty decent, but the characters themselves feel very stiff and like PS3, PS4-y, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel, I don't look, and to be fair, I've played Ragnarok recently, Horizon, (laughs) like all these other games, they just shit all over uh, Requiem in terms of just like, you know, the character capture and everything like that. Uh, so I I've had that. one of the best looking games of all time. Everything yeah. else is shit. Well, no, <laughs> but it's but it's game of the year nominee. So no, you're, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Uh, and then, but Pen- the first one did look really good, didn't it? I mean, well, I, it I, I haven't played Requiem, but the first one I thought looked really, really good. Yeah, like the game looks good. I was playing it on PC, um, but it's more just like the way the characters are captured. If you go watch it on YouTube, you can oh, see they're a bit okay. like dead. You know, okay. dead mannequin style. Stuff. Well, they are dead because in the game, this is based in like the 1700s. In the it? game's so defense, I mean, we're talking a very different budget um, oh, and sure. size of team versus sure. Santa Monica, you know. But I, oh, I, yeah, I know yeah, what you're yeah. saying. I know what you're saying. It's just that it feels like that's a huge component of the game. Like the game constantly slows you down and forces you to like kind of like play the cutscene in a way. Um, mm. Anyway, not for me. Pentiment, we'll ch- I'll chat about a little bit later. Because uh, someone else might be playing that. Um, God of War Ragnarok. Um, man, I have to say, like, this game is a bit funny to me. Like, I've got to play it a lot longer. But the immersion factor of this game, maybe it's just giving me the shits a lot more recently. You know, this game, it's so on rails. Like, at least where I'm up, I'm up to. It probably opens up a little bit later. But, you know, you get up to spots where it's like, oh, I can't climb up something. And... It to me is like the old school like PS2 problem where it's like a little gate. Oh, because there's a gate there, I can't get mm. through, so I need to go do something else. And I'm like, I'm fucking Kratos. I'm a god, and I can't like move a twig. Like, and yet right the next scene, I'm moving a boulder. It's I don't I, I don't know, man. I was like I was playing it, and it was kind of irking me. And then I did say this last week, but it keeps happening. Like. I can't shut the fucking characters up. Like you go around a little bit and they're like, Hey dad, look up here. Oh, look over there. Oh, what do you think if we just, you know, duck down here? And I'm like, why am I even playing this? <laughs> like the, the game is just not allowed. Like the juxtaposition of this versus like Elden Ring is so incredible. It's like that game just almost tells you nothing. It's like a puzzle. Right. Whereas this is just like trying to solve everything for you. So. And there's no, no turn hints off. No, system there is no thing? system to do oh, that. I, I w- I, dude, I wish there was. Like, I would fucking do that. I'm actually, like, this is so weird. I'm actually at a point where I'm like, do I just want to switch this to easy mode or something? Because it's kind of just gives me the shits anyway. I oh, actually that. have a feeling they will probably put that in at some point because it's mm. been one of the biggest criticisms of the game. Oh, really? And has considering, it? Considering oh, okay. that it, um, it has all these other accessibility options... I think it would be a relatively easy update for them that would then win back but people on the game. Would this and be reverse accessibility? You know what I mean? It's, well, it's, well, but it's, it's accessibility. A, That's what it means. Yes. But I feel like it's reverse accessibility. <laughs> <laughs> it's like reverse racism. I mean, it's just... <laughs> There's yeah, no such thing. There's no such thing. I know. It's like, okay, turn the, <laughs> turn the tutorial hints off, you know. It's that kind of option. Mm. It's basically just a, a quality of life option to experience Don't the game... Don't make me feel dumb. ...the way you want to. So, yeah. See, I... Mike so already I have, comes on. I have on. a feeling they will add that on. Mike mm. already comes on with quality titles, like title contenders, reverse accessibility. He's already like straight away. <laughs> this is this is the value you add, Mike. Um, 
Look, it's actually a problem like to me with first-party Sony games. Like, they're constantly in your ear about it. Like, Horizon's way worse. Horizon's like, you can't spend two minutes, and then they're constantly just trying to tell you how to solve the puzzle. And it's mm. actually worse because it's Aloy saying it. It's like mm. so immersion-breaking. Maybe like, I, I am Aloy. do this. Yeah. Oh, mm. I thought I saw something back there. Maybe I should check that out. I'm like... Maybe you should fucking shut game. Up. Shut the fuck up. Like it mm. just makes me feel like it's a game. I don't know. It really bugs me that shit. Um, I didn't know that people were criticizing that element. Apart from mm. that um, Mark Brown uh, game maker toolkit video mm. that I sent you. Uh, other than that, playing Mike Picross and Splatoon three. <laughs> I only you wanted know, to mention it because I I ranked up. So I'm like A rank now. I do realize I am beating like probably six and seven year olds. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm okay. addicted to this game. This is like the new Rocket League for me. I love this game so much, man. So I I looked at briefly, quickly looked at what you'd written because um, I was writing like the intro uh, description for the show, right? And I was going to make a joke about Splatoon three Picross. And I looked across and I couldn't see it at first. I'm like, wait, he's not going to mention them. And then I noticed he put it last. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's there the closer. We go. That's there the closer. would. Would you say you're maybe ever so slightly? Hmm, what's the word for it? Don't addicted. say. It. Don't say it. To no. Splatoon three. Someone playing something casually in... doesn't mean addiction. I don't know if it's casual, man. I don't know if it's casual. No. Like, would you, how how often would you play it? How many hours a day? How many hours? And a is day? it every day? So, so well, Mike, actually, you... when I think about when they came out, versus how saying. many hours I put into it. I'm not rejecting. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's probably like but an Mike, hour or have... two a day. I have a okay. question for you. Like, do you always have to be playing something new to then not be considered addicted to something? Because that's what he—he's just playing. He's no, playing no, no, new no, no, stuff, no, but then he's just playing his regular. Not you know? totally. It's just that. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm not saying this as as a judgy or anything like that. I just—I just, I just <laughs> think if I was if I was playing the same game for like three months, two three mm. hours a day, I would personally feel like I'm addicted to it. That's just, but that's just me. I don't. Again, but that logic makes no sense to me because it's like. Whether I'm playing a new game or an old game or an existing game, right? If I'm spending the same amount of time playing them, so I'm not playing games like six. No, seven but then hours you're just day, like right? addicted to playing like multiple me. games. But I'm saying, but it's specifically not, being addicted to one thing. But it's definitely not what the definition of an addiction is, even on a simplistic level. An addiction is something mm. that interferes with your life, like your home life, well, your friends, well, or you you're doing other two, things. Two, three hours a day doesn't interfere with your life, though. No, not at all. I'll explain okay. why I'm playing Splatoon so much. Number one, it's a great game. It's it's my personal game of the year, right? Mm. But Work, and I don't want to doctor myself, but work has been super intense recently, right? Mm. And it's just nice to play something where it's like, it's not completely like switching my brain off, but it's using different skills, right? Mm. So it's like, I don't have to think, I don't have to problem solve, I don't have to listen to some shit story, because video game kids. stories are crap. No, video game stories. Kids books yeah. are more well written than uh, these video game stories. But... um. But yeah, like it, it exercises a different thing. It's competitive, so it, it's it's like relaxing. That's the whole point of it, right? It's not downtime, playing. exactly. No, exactly. I, I, I totally rather get than it. watching again, Netflix I'm, or whatever. I'm not, I'm not judging or anything. I just or you are, but that's okay. Oh, well, no, I'm not. I'm not because I do that and I've done that too. I just, I just <laughs> I don't you say you're at addicted. What, at what point do you go? Hmm, if I spend three I hours like, a day on a particular I'm not thing, playing three hours a day instead of I don't know. Spending time with my kids or something. Am I oh, maybe shit. slightly addicted to it? Oh, oh, all right, I think that's I getting it. No, no, that's I'm getting it. Direction. I, 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 I need Very to address judgmental. This. I, need to, I love. I love how it's like literally judgmental. <laughs> Number one, it's definitely not. I'm not playing games when my kids are awake. 
Like they're already asleep, so I'm playing it after hours, right? So you wouldn't want your kid awake past eight, nine okay. PM, right? I'm, I'm not saying I've seen you at like you know six, seven PM playing that game or anything like that. When I went to my friends list on the Switch, <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> but that also might be an occasion when my kids are going and doing something, right? Yeah, not doing something like not spending time with their daddy. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> Well, they don't spend 24 I kid, seven, all right? Jesus, I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. No I pun kid, intended. I kid. I kid. I kid. He's like, he's like um, the com- what's that? The insult comic dog. I can't remember the name. Uh, Triumph. 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 That's, right. That's Triumph. it. I kid. I kid. You lose a dad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, buttons cause your parents to pick <laughs> going back to Splatoon three. So yes, uh, very enjoyable game. And I didn't put this in the run sheets, Winnie, but there is a new season coming out for Splatoon 3 in December. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm very excited. There's a there's a new mode called Big Run, which is uh, the Salmon Run mode that we don't really know the full details of. So yeah, it's cool. Really enjoying the game. Highly recommend it. Oh, and Picross, you just Picrossing along? Just Picrossing as always, man. Picrossing as, as always. always. Mike, what have you been up to? So I only played a couple of games. Uh, one of them is The Mummy Demastered, which is effectively a Metroidvania-style kind of game. Uh, it's based off the movies, as far as I understand. Um, as the a Tom, the Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise. Yes, bo- but bo- it's bo- actually a really good, solid game in its own right. If it, if it wasn't, you know, labeled as a as a movie kind of game. It's not your typical, oh, God, here we go. They're just trying to, like, turn something out just to get a bit of extra bucks. It's actually really good. Like, the, the gameplay so far has been really, really good. Typical Metrovania style in, in every single aspect so far. Um, and I've quite enjoyed it. It's on spe- I, Well, it wasn't special, I think, last time I mentioned it to you guys. I don't know if it's on special anymore. Um, three weeks ago. I three weeks ago, special. yeah. It'll come again. But it was one of those games that I, I didn't see on special for a while. So I, I haven't seen on Decker Deals what the graph looks like. I just... I haven't seen it dead regularly on special. Um, and the other game was Return to Monkey Island. So I dabbled a bit in, in that. Uh, I, you know, I had my reservations about the art style and stuff like that, like other people did. Um, having played the game now, I think it's actually really cool. Um, mm. Quite enjoy the art style. It's still maybe not quite what I like from an an art slash design perspective, but at the same time, it works pretty well. And once you start playing, you don't even kind of really think about that kind of stuff. Um, humor is really good so far. Um, I haven't really encountered any major puzzles that I got stuck on or anything, but yeah, really enjoying what, it so far. What do you think about the interface in this? The way yeah. that it creates like the, the circles or the things you can interact with and things like that? Uh, circles, circles. There's like circles all over the screen that shows you what you interact with. I don't, I've never seen that. Oh, okay. What do you, you have to playing? press a button or something? I'm, I'm playing on PC. Okay. Maybe it doesn't show up on PC. Oh, that's maybe. interesting. Maybe no, that's no a circles. console specific thing. So. There's probably a button on PC that I can press to do that. Maybe, maybe. Some modern yeah. games, but not nothing. I have to just okay, like yeah. move the mouse around the screen and click on stuff. It comes yeah. up on the screen as, um, with like, um, on, on PC, it comes on the screen with, uh, like if you hover above it, it's got an arrow and then it's got a, a little dialogue with like a, a left click and sometimes you can use a right click okay. depending on whether it's two actions. Um, so I guess the interface is different. i got to check it out on console actually. I'd be curious because it is yeah. a vastly different way of hmm. running or, or, or playing a game like that. It just The reason I ask is oh. I, I did play that this week as well. I actually finished it. Um, oh, nice. And 
it it took me a bit to get used to that so that's okay. why i was keen to know but yeah look i just out of interest like if you check that out on console yeah i'll just be get, like, to get your opinion on it so because i might i might try both anyway because mm. i mean I, I assume you can you can carry across with the cloud save across both of them hopefully um yeah. but yeah they're really good well i might as well keep talking about monkey island then so i talked about it a bit last week that i was quite enjoying it um again like the interface took me a little bit but you know once you get used to that stuff it's not the big issue i part of me does i, I might actually do a replay because there's some stuff i missed um and i might do that on pc actually just to get that ex- experience but yeah like the cards and stuff or uh, uh yeah, telling so the, everyone you there's <laughs> Yeah, there's the like the trivia cards, but there's also a bunch of like extra little things that you can miss out on if you're playing it blind. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you could do that. So I kind of, you know, and it, it, once you know the solutions to the puzzles, the game would be a breeze to get through as well. But I... and worth noting, did you sorry, did you speak about last week about it being there's a normal mode and a hard mode? I and I believe ta- you played in the hard mode too. I didn't talk about that because I didn't try the like the easier mode, so I couldn't really talk to it. So I don't know what it actually changes because the normal mode, which is basically just like a normal point, point and click game, hmm. like the puzzles in this game are probably on the easier side compared to other Monkey okay. Island games. But that's right. not a bad thing. Um, and I, but I did mention that there's a really neat hint system that has no and if you use the hint system there's no like uh, repercussions it doesn't ah, like cool. penalty there's no penalty at all no achievement penalty and, or anything like and that what's really good about it there there was a point where i'm like you know what i'm going to try this out you know i've mm. got stuck on something it kind of gives it's almost like professor layton in a way uh. professor layton i know you had to spend money but there's you don't have to do that in this where it's it's like it gives you one hint then it goes just to kind of like spoo you to the next thing but it doesn't tell you the solution but you can keep clicking through if you're like okay mm. i've tried that i've tried that um but yeah it's really really cool i'm i really hope they make another one to be honest you know awesome. um like this i hope this one does well um and mm. it, it means that you know that lucas arts and and uh hopefully ron gilbert would uh would team up together for another one because uh, i think it'd be really cool so hmm. Well, in terms of other things I've been playing, a game I wasn't expecting to go back to this week, but boy, did I go back to it, which is Vampire Survivors. So they added Vampire Survivors to console, uh, Xbox uh, Game Pass, um, like two weeks ago. And I said, oh, I'm just going to try it out on console. And I also wanted to confirm if it carried your save progress over from the PC version. And it actually does. I actually assumed it might not, so good on them for actually making that happen. Can, can I um, just say that in this whole discussion and the way you're framing this, can we just replace the word vampire survivors with heroin? And I think that would be... <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just install it, just try it, just see how we go. Just see how I go. Just one so, shot, just one shot. You can see how so, this is going to go. Oh, I'm glad I got all the injections that I used to have before. <laughs> They've carried over to this one. <laughs> so if anyone doesn't know what heroin is, then I'll... <laughs> no, We're really so, going to get a strike in this yeah. episode. <laughs> Look, Vampire Survivors, I played it a lot when it was uh, put first on uh, Early Access or whatever they call it on PC Game Pass, but now it's mm-hmm. a full release. So I'm actually glad I waited to go back to it because now the game is like has a lot to it. And... Once you kind of understand like the more the meta part of the game, and there's actually so many hidden secrets and four four breaking stuff and like really cool shit going on in that game that's really wild. And I actually played it so much this week that I actually <laughs> completed the whole thing. I actually um, found all the like unlockable stuff. I got all 140 bloody achievements. I beat the last boss, Damn. which I didn't even know there was a last boss. Jesus. And, 
it's in and it was like really really cool so i it's really worth trying out if you've got game pass um mm-hmm. just to give it a shot and it's worried, so man. heroin it is so absolutely absurd so but good. once you start understanding like as i said those meta elements and also like the optimal builds and things it's it's really really cool so um this game's yeah. really fascinating because like people i've seen some commentary around game awards and some people going so hard on it's ridiculous that vampire survivors is not represented at all I don't believe it's. Well, we'll get to it, but I, from memory, I don't think it's even in the indie category. It oh. got no. There's one. It's nominated for one thing, which I think is indie debut. Sure, okay. but like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, know, a lot more than that. All I'm saying is, like, I know that some people really, really love this game a lot. Mm. So yeah, it's interesting. You're gonna see. You, people are gonna be surprised. I think how many outlets are probably going to choose this because it is just. I think it's just hit enough people. No, for game of the year. Like I think there will oh. be some. There will be. It'll surprise people. No, I'm not saying it will, it's going to get a heaps, but I think it will still surprise people. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like there's always the bullshit publication that almost as a contrarian goes, let's pick a game as game of the year to like stir people up as well. Hmm. So like this one, Stray will be another one. Although that is one of the yeah. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. But, but I feel like this one. It, I mean, what makes it? game of the year game of the year i think it's not just because it's flashing it's mind you this is kind of flashing in its own way if you know what i mean it's do a lot of people play it is it a really good game is it well rated is it something that has had a wild uh, a broad reach that a lot of people know about it is it fun etc so i, I think it deserves mm. to be nominated it, for a lot more stuff it is a really interesting question and it brings up the whole like does a game of the year need to be a triple a level no, kind of game definitely don't no. so. versus definitely a game that is developed by a small handful of people and is has graphics that wouldn't be out of place on hmm. you know for in 1998 on PC. Well, actually, way earlier, earlier, you know, yeah, so. like 92. But yeah. one thing that I will say is, what game will be remembered more in 10 years? Vampire Survivors or a Plague Tale Requiem? Ooh, I don't know. I, I reckon so. I'll put my money on Vampire Survivors. Probably Vampire Survivors. I'd see, I reckon I'll see more YouTube classic. Exactly type yeah. of games yeah. but you know what like i think if i think of game of the year for me personally and i don't think any mainstream publisher is going to pick this one i reckon it's tiny kin i freaking love that game well, well we've got mm. a our whole next segment is about this so i'll just mm. cover the last thing before we get jump into that which is uh pentiment the new obsidian game that mm. actually came out this week how's and it? had a lot of people talking um a sp- shockingly high reviews as well uh, like i wasn't expecting like the amount of critical kind of praise mm. this game was getting and so i jumped into well, the game can I, can I just add my two cents like because i played this but i don't i don't have that much to say about it mm. i think you forgot that i i said i wanted to jump in no 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 this. i was gonna i was gonna jump to you after I, oh, I, I don't have much to say apart from like i'm so glad this game exists this game is not for me right mm. but it is one of those games where I'm like, wow, this is like really cool. I'm like this to me, you know, I'm one of the biggest people who shits on game pass all the time. Right. I do believe this game only exists because of game pass. I do Hmm. believe that. Right. It feels like a triple a like fucking fever dream (laughs) of Hmm. a game. It's super, super cool. I've played a bit of it and I'm like, definitely the theme and setting and everything like that. It's not for me. But I actually enjoyed what I played of it, but I'm like, I don't need to play more of this. But that's all I wanted to say, Sweeney. Yeah, no. And what I was going to say is basically 
you for a lot of people you play the first like half an hour of this game and like you i'm like man what is this game like i couldn't re- really understand in my head how like immediately how praised it was as well because it's such a slow burn like mm. it ba- is basically dialogue box after dialogue box after dialogue box and it's all locked down at the start so you know it leads you on a path to get to like the first main thing and then like if you're not put off by that and a lot of people are that's why there's a lot of people out there saying like what the fuck is this game right <laughs> but once you get past that slow burn and that slow burn does become important why it's done that way but it really started, it got my hooks into me and I've played it quite a bit. I'm quite far into Act 2 and Act 1 was quite long. Um, and it's just, yeah, as you said, it, it's really cool. Like anyone that doesn't like a lot of reading games is immediately not going to like this game. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not for you. That's what this game is. It's an adventure game. There's a lot of people out there that were initially saying, oh, Obsidian's new RPG. This is not a role-playing game in any way. Um, the closest this is is that you choose like a background for your character and things like that that then influences the dialogue options you get. And it's not even like Disco Elysium or stuff like that where there's like actual dice roll elements to it. The close, like the the way that stuff plays in is if you make player choices throughout the throughout the game, it will then impact certain moments where you have to persuade someone, for instance. And depending on how you've treated them and how you responded to them, it will fill up like a little bar and you can see the stuff, the choices that influenced it. And that's pretty much it so far. But, you know, that, and unless there's suddenly there's like turn-based battles come out of nowhere <laughs> towards the end of the game, I think that's it for the game. But it's really, really unique and it's actually quite funny and wholesome at times, but it's just got this air of mystery about it. And, you know, it's, it's such a unique setting. It's like, you know, early modern age. Like there's no games that are set in early modern age Bavaria. Like, yeah, Germany, and, and it's crazy. Yeah, Mon- it's, it, what we know is Germany now, I should say. But yeah, 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 it's it's really wild, and the for me, it's like just learning the characters. Like mm. you get to know every single character in the whole village and the whole abbey and everything. And for someone that's also like I'm not religious in any way, and the game is very like it's all about religion and things and mm. Christianity, and it's kind of interesting to play through a game that you know explores that side of things that you know i have zero interest in but it's like you're learning it's like you're learning a lot as well as you're playing and that sounds boring but it's actually kind of it feeds into the way the game is but yeah i was googling stuff as well like i like again i also shit on games for being another thing i shit on is like stories and writing being crap right this is so well written like, I was, like, I had a smirk on my face. I was, like, ah. Oh. I was going down, like, the dark path of, like, a character. Mm. I, Mike, I think you'd actually really like this game. Like, it's really unique like, and different yeah. and, like, weird. And uh, Did you, I don't, like, is this PC only or is this on Xbox no, as well? No, it's on, it's, on, it's on console and PC. Okay. okay. And the, the last thing I'll say about the game, because I'll probably talk a bit more about it when I complete it, is there, there's an option to turn the fonts into a, an easier-to-read font, mm. right? And initially I turned that on. I'm like, oh, this is so much easier to read the font in the game. But I actually switched it back on to really play a bit more like that. And I'm glad I did because it adds a lot of character to the actual story. So you'll see like lower class characters, you know, like um, like farmers and things will have a different font than like the, you know, the scr- the the people in the abbey that are you know mm. much more educated and everything and people will make like typos and then replace the letters and things like that it's really really unique um but you can switch it to an easy to read font if you have issues or you're playing on a smaller tv or something so yeah it's a really yeah. cool game like okay. 
I like the. I don't know how to. You know how I don't kind of like that that era, Swinney, and like anything that's too fantasy or. I know mm. it's not fantasy, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if it was in a different setting, I'd play through a lot more of it. But it's a very, very unique and cool game. Yeah, if it goes well, like you know, this style of game, you know, you could I could see sitting going. We well, want to do something in a different setting, you know. Mm. Um, so and, maybe and they'd do something different. Unless I stuffed up something. I mean, there's no VO or anything as well in this game, which I thought no, was like unique. It is in, unique. In a way. And- and some people are like, oh, I won't, I don't, I'm not playing this game because it doesn't have voice, voice. Oh, <laughs> really? People do and that. Holy shit! Wow. I, that's like, why I, I said, know. like the actual Pokemon. written, the actual written text is actually really important to the game design. Yeah. In saying that, I do wish they they added they added um, a way to like instantly load the text. Like sometimes it can take a while if you're reading faster than the text loads. That's and true. I there's found some that. quality there's some quality of life stuff I think that can add to the game, but I'm really enjoying it. It's not for everyone. Um so try it out if you've got Game Pass and I definitely will. I will just say just give it a little bit it is a slow burn. So Yeah, I think like those kind of games they're good like I will always argue though, you, you really need to get the first hour right in a game. Like even if games are like because I've reflected a lot about this. I think Tunic's first hour doesn't do the game justice. Mm-hmm. And I could imagine people playing it and just going, eh, and just bouncing off it. And I, I could so see this happening with this game as well. Well, it's a year for it. Look at the other big Game Pass release recently, Scorn. You know, like mm-hmm. that's, oh, that's the first the hour up, you know? So, yeah. I don't know why. Like, it's, it, it's kind of an extremely arrogant thing for devs to do. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like. I think if you're like a Dark Souls, you have earned it. So it's like, we're going to be super cryptic. Here's Dark Souls 4. People are just going to accept it. Like, mm. I, you know, I'm willing to push through, right? But if it's something new, and especially Game Pass, when you're not paying for it mm. in a lot of ways, like, you know what I mean by that? It's part of the subscription. It's like, oh, I, I'd imagine a lot of people bounce off it. But mm. it's very cool, Mike. you got to try it. I really think you've got to try it. 100% I will, yeah. Oh, well, that's it for what we've been playing this Ooh. week. So on to the news. So this week, Jeff Keighley announced the nominees for the Game Awards 2022. So we'll just, we'll cover the Game of Year, you know, nominees in a bit more detail. There's obviously a lot of uh, categories. When we go do our predictions, that'll be when we probably cover that stuff more in detail. There's a couple of things I want to mention outside, uh, within the other categories, but... Game of the Year. So the six nominees, and we uh, put our predictions in last week for this. So let's see how we went. So the six nominees are the Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So Intergot, how do we go on our predictions? Oh, very well. Like, I think you and I... So Mike, I don't know if you know, but Sweeney and I had the exact same predictions... Like, do do the letter? <laughs> and then we were like, okay, let's add one more game in to differentiate. And we also picked the exact same game to change. I don't know if Mike's still hearing me. And then we, we actually picked different games then. I can't... Yeah. Uh, I think I picked Bayonetta 3. And then yeah, Sweden, picked you picked... Neon White. Neon so. White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and our gut feel on only having one indie mm. did come true as well. So we yeah, probably should have picked... Although Bayonetta's not an indie... But, well, a Playtale Requiem is, you could argue, is an indie, but... Oh, um, yeah, really? Okay. Well, it's a bit, look, that. it depends. Yeah, it's like compared to yeah. the others. But. That's a pretty crazy indie from what I've played. Mm. But. My, my only concern, I think, was that these were the obvious ones. 
Like, I remember when I went through the list, this is what I had, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just <laughs> take a couple. Shut the fuck out. No, they are. They're Shut absolutely the obvious fuck ones. Out. I'm, no, I'm everywhere you look, every website. <laughs> no, I'm going to want to lose. I want to lose. No, go go search any predictive, any any website that try to predict these. It's these <laughs> games. Literally, it's these fucking games. Yes, that's what a prediction is. No, that's but a I'm good saying prediction. it is... It is I know it's what a prediction, the fuck but are you it, it talking is, about? because it was so obvious. It was like you know, this okay, is like going. Just, I think that France and Brazil are going to win the World Cup, and then they're in the final, and you go, "Well, that's so obvious." No, it's like, that's Australia. No, no, no. But like when something that's is so predictable, is. there's almost like no point even bothering to have the prediction. Well, that's, that's why when you guys thing. asked me that's to do it, no, but no, it's the same thing. When you guys asked me to predict it, I'm like, "Why am I even wasting my time?" Because I know the games that are going to be. Are going to be on this because mainstream. A, we, we want a fun thing, thing to do, predict, and we've been doing it the last couple of years. Yeah, know, exactly. So. But like, I feel like in the previous years it was maybe a bit less predictable, if that makes sense. Whereas this well, was obvious. Well, this you was did, really obvious. Well, and when I don't you say you're obvious, because... you got half of it right. That's not really obvious. Well, that's because I changed things around because I thought literally I was going to put Strauss gonna I was going to put Xenoblade. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, fuck that. It's like the obvious ones that. I don't think Xenoblade is obvious. I don't think that's. Xenoblade I think it's pretty was... obvious if you look everywhere on the internet. It's a lot like of people of were surprised that Xenoblade six. made it, Mike. Um, I, I, think... I know what you're saying about the others. I got to say, Mike, this is very easy to say in retrospect where you put Portal Companion Collection not... on there. <laughs> Well, yeah, because I wanted something different. That's what I'm but trying to point out. But it's only on the out. Switch. There was only like six reviews. It doesn't that matter. Game. That's what I'm trying to point out, that these were so ridiculously predictable. Every website had exactly the same six. Everyone talked about exactly the same six. Can I just six. ask? Why it was you too put, boring to put that why in. Why would like you put Portal else. there when you didn't even want Portal 2 because in the 2011? I'm like, you know what? If I'm, if I'm going to make predictions, I'll actually try to do something different, not state the obvious, because then what's the point? I'll just <laughs> okay. yap on and copy what everyone else has done. Okay. <laughs> Plus, you guys know me. I the don't point, give the point a is fuck to about this, <laughs> sort this, of this thing. Well, no, right. it isn't a point because there's no prizes, nothing, right? <laughs> I wasn't trying to win anything. Sorry, I'm just being distracted. Sorry, but can you just... Um, so, so, first of all, there's this, that. I just think there were ridiculously predictable <laughs> games that got picked. And I'm like, oh, well, her derp. Like, they picked exactly the games that everyone would say they would do. Congratulations. Uh, Mike, Let's Mike, just give them an award. Then why did you choose Elder Ring or God of War then? Yeah, true. Because I had to put some. Ooh, gotcha. I had to put some that I'm like, these are obvious. Got I can't. Got you him. guys are gonna go. You, you're Got an him. idiot. Why didn't you put Elden Ring? You always said Elden Ring was like the number one game of the year. Like okay. you're gonna like not Mike put Elden Ring on there? Is Mike that a joke? <laughs> like I wasn't trying. I was trying to go. Okay, let's be. Let's put some realistic ones that no doubt will be put in, and then let's go a little left field just to be a bit okay. different to actually have something interesting. Not you're, you're plus, way more you guys passionate know than me. The reason why I'm also passionate about it is because honestly, you two love the game awards. I don't give a fuck about the game <laughs> awards. Gonna, I don't wait, care Mike, what other Mike. people think right, about Mike, a game of Mike, the year is, right? Mike, we've this got is, a whole Mike. And this is why, because it's so bloody predictable Mike, what they pick. We have a whole segment right now talking about the game awards, okay? <laughs> yes. I think Norco is not a bad pick. I went back to your picks. Portal is interesting like stuff terrible. like that, yeah. Portal is the worst pick of all time. Return okay. of Monkey Island, that's fine. Like Return That was way left field. Yeah. All right. Well, they were the Norco's not too bad. Our, they were the results of our predictions. Yeah. Um, so I just want to... creamed, but... Yeah, I just want to give some well, uh, totals. original. So we have <laughs> God of War Ragnarok uh, with 10 nominations overall. We've yeah. have, we have Elder Ring and Horizon of Invest, both seven nominees. Mm-hmm. Uh, nominations across all the uh, categories. Stray had six. Plague Tale Reckon had five. Neon White, Immortality, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, and Modern Warfare 2 all got three nominees, nominations, and two nominations were Gran Turismo 7, Splatoon 3, <laughs> Multiverses, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> 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 
It's like the it's no, just, like a joke of love. To me, to me, Gran Turismo Seven is a fucking joke. But anyway, all right. No, but it would be best racing game or something like best. Yeah, I like, guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, what else are you gonna put really in there? Out. I think it's audio we, design, audio design world. or something. I don't know. Audio design and racing sports. Yeah. There um, you go. Okay. Audio Tunic, design, I, I guess, because they which, did a lot of shit there, right, with the car and everything yeah. like that. And Tunic only hmm. nob, nab two nominations, so that's that's a bit it's a shame. It's funny that I turn off all the music in Gran Turismo Seven when I play it. It just it doesn't. I don't know. But you hear the <laughs> I like, engine I like sounds. It in the menu. You hear the, the car well, that's sounds. Why I put it on just to hear the engine sounds. I don't that's, play. That's it what audio design is. It's not soundtrack. It's the sounds of the engine and the race. Probably singer. both. But yeah, right. I agree. Okay. All right, so, yeah, so, look, there's a couple of things I want to talk about out of the, um, I guess, the some of the other categories. Mm. Uh, I don't know if there's anything you guys want to pick out uh, off the top of your head. but Well, you had three. Three of the four things are what I wanted to talk about as well. Yeah, so maybe we'll start with Best Narrative. And this mm. a lot of people are talking about this one, which is the fact that mm. Elden Ring is nominated for Best Narrative, which is a game mm. that is specifically designed to really not have uh, a plot that's directly told to the player. There's a lot, obviously, a lot of lore and world building and things like that, and that's where I think a lot of people. This category is so broad. Like we had Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy win this last year, and I predicted oh, yeah. I that. I think I predicted that, didn't I? I I predicted that because I had heard like everyone's writing about the writing yeah, and the, the characters talking to each other as yeah. opposed to the direct plot. So narrative is a bit broader than what's the story, for instance. Yeah. In saying that, do I think mm. Elden Ring should have been nominated for Best Narrative? Mm-mm. No, no. Oh, I think it's okay. I'll, I'll mm. mount the case of why, right? So, okay. like, ultimately, someone just puts a list and says, Best Narrative, Storytelling. This is the only... There's, like, from what I remember, Swinney, I might need to double-check this, but there's not something, like, for Best Writing or Best exactly. World Building or Best anything like that, right? Mm. So, Game Direction, I... I classify differently in my mind than like world building, right? Like lore mm. and things like that. So from that frame, I know that it's only like saying for outstanding, like for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. But if I'm voting on this, I'm going to like include lore, world building, all mm. that kind of stuff. For me yeah. personally, I would say Elden Ring shits all over Horizon Forbidden West, right? Mm. A game that I've played and beaten, right? The story in that is like, eh, whatever. But the writing's stupid Fair and enough. like... Like in Elden Ring, like although I didn't read everything, there's some stuff that I was reading and getting into. I'm like, eh, this is kind of cool. It's kind of like it makes you think, you know, you know the, the Elden Gods and all this other shit. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm not fully into it. I know you're into it way more, Swinny, but I think that's why it's totally fine. I hmm. like I don't want to give away my secret voting because I did have been on a win streak uh, with these game award stuff, but I don't think it's gonna win. I don't think it's going to win this category. Mm. So I think it's fine. If it wins the category, I kind of think that's a bit unfair. Yeah, same. I mean, look, look, if I open up Wikipedia, and I hate to be one of those people, what is the definition of narrative? And <laughs> Jordan a Peterson. narrative What's the definition story or definition? tale is an account of a series of related events or experiences. If you look at the definition from like the Oxford Language Dictionary, it's a spoken or written account of connected events, a story. I don't think Elden Ring really fits that in what it is it's uh, it's got amazing lore absolutely amazing lore but i don't feel like there was a real narrative when i was playing the game see i, and I, I just don't uh... think it deserves to even be nominated for something like that in that sense nominated for the 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 most amazing lore okay cool absolutely yeah mm. and all of these can actually fall into that category because you know horizon forbidden west it has a lore of itself god of 
God of War has lore plus mixed in with, you know, real mythology and stuff yeah. like that. But when it comes to actually storytelling and narrative, nah. As much as I love Elden Ring, I don't think it fits into this at all. Yeah, but fair enough. I'm I'm Whatever. very happy Immortality was nominated. Um, that has an amazing narrative, you know, <laughs> the best narrative. Uh, really, really great to see that uh, up here with these uh, big players. So, mm. Nice. Now, the next one is one that I wanted to call out again about Immortality, which is best performance. So mm. best performance is, you know, acting. Um, and it's really, <laughs> it's really strange here because we've got, you know, the... Uh, and the reason I say acting is because <laughs> sorry, wrong... <laughs> this Christopher Judge photo is so funny. Why have they not submitted a better photo like a headshot? Oh, he, yeah, he, he, he's a cool dude. Um, yeah, but it yeah. looks like a selfie that he took with his, <laughs> holding his phone in front of him. <laughs> it's so and, weird. And the reason I bring up acting is because generally this is voice acting, right? And so all of these, you know, yeah. are all voice actors, with the exception of Man Michael Gage. Jackson. Oh, sorry. So Man Engage for Immortality. If anyone doesn't know, Immortality is a series of like clips from movies and backstage clips and things. So it's it's live action, it's actual acting. So it's really kind of interesting to see those two mixed in into this same category. And and in saying that, it's actually not who I would have nominated for Immortality. I would have actually nominated um, Charlotte Molan. So she was absolutely amazing and so like unsettling it's hard to describe without anyone if to anyone that hasn't played it but it's just like this sense of dread and and being you know just like it's pretty freaky what happens in in immortality but i'm really glad that that that's uh nominated up here as well so dude like i'm like <laughs> when i see this i'm like wait ashley birch is aloy i'm like what yeah. the fuck <laughs> like she's a good voice actor man <laughs> like i know her from other shit and i'm like huh is that is that what who Aloy is? Fuck, she's a good voice actor, dude. Holy well, shit, that's actually it's, thrown me. It's I still wild. Judge was Aloy. Hmm? <laughs> it's still wild to me that you've got, you know, Aloy and Tiny Tina as the same person. Yeah, that's always crazy. To she's me, a so. good voice actor, mm. man. Hmm. Don't think she'll win. No, I'm giving away too many of my secrets. Well, the mm. the next one, let's bring up uh, best info. fighting, and yes, this one. I, this is, I really want to talk about this. Yeah, one. this spurred a lot of uh, this controversy this week. Shit. For two, well, mainly for one reason, but there's there's two things you can really talk about here. So first of all is the fact that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R is here, and that's a remaster. It's a mic pick. It's an upgraded remaster. If that was nominated here, then you could argue that Last of Us Part 1, you know, could also be nominated for Game of the Year and stuff like that. So I like the game, but I don't think it should be eligible. It's, it must have been a quiet year. But, but hang the, on, is, is this a full-on remake like The Last of Us was? No. no it's even less no, no, than no. that. It's way okay, well, no, no, no. I think they, the no, they added some stuff it. in the game. They did add some stuff in the game. No, um, no, I'm saying JoJo is less than Last of Us. No, but they did add some stuff into JoJo. Though. Yeah, they did, but it's not like a, a massive... Over, like, oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. But like I'm just that, saying so. it's not like they didn't add... Like no, of course anything, not. No, but, no yeah. they changed gameplay systems and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the controversy? Sorry, I wasn't... Well, Intergot, do you want to take this one away? Mm. Well, I, like, I agree on the JoJo thing, but I think ultimately it's just... I don't think there's literally any other fighting games that really came it's out this really year. really quiet year. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's crazy, like, how low the amount of fighting games that came out this year. Um, but the, the real debate is around Sifu. Mm. Okay. Which is not a fighting game. No. There's no universe it could be classified as a fighting game it's a brawler it's a like one-on-one brawler like it's insane that this has been they should have had 
just like four nominees but, or three nominees. No, it's, it's not even a one on one. There's times when you fight more than one dude, uh, yeah. groups of enemies. And you, know? you cannot fight against someone else in multiplayer. Like, I feel like, yeah. to me, that in some ways has to be like a bare minimum, honestly, to be hmm. a fighting game. Like, Should we go like a, be- a best beat em up or something? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that, that would, I don't think that's a good solution. Because then it becomes a beat em ups versus fighting game thing, and you're meant to like well, highlight something. You have two something. different categories. You don't have to. No, they do. They already have a. Uh, they have like some kind of like beat em up character. Action, action, action. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, put it under it, that. I find it weird. We're not talking about it, but like we talk about that split category. The fact that we've got best sports and racing in one category is also like weird to me. But oh, uh, mm. but there's not. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But That's, yeah, this is a really weird one. I I just think it ultimately gets down to. Because they do have a list of nominees, right? Now we don't know what that list is. We're not. We don't vote for the game awards. Mm. But I just wonder how many games. Like I'm trying to look it up myself, Swinny. Like how many games are actually like fighting games? True fighting games came out this year. There's like no, like outside of like King of Fighters, fifteen multiverses, and like there's like nothing. It's crazy no, how many they ran. Was they ran year. out, and there was only four, and they had to add a fifth <laughs> one because it looks weird just having four. I think so. Yeah. Honestly, I think so. Yeah. The the only other one is like your Capcom fighting collection, which wouldn't be really eligible because it's they're not new wow. games. You know. I mean, but so. like JoJo's not either. Like, hmm. I would actually put the Capcom release ahead of Sifu. Honestly, seriously. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Which is stupid, but like I'm I'm looking at Metacritic at the moment. I'm like. There really wasn't many games isn't, that isn't came up this year. Pokemon technically a fighting game? I mean, the Pokemon <laughs> fight each other. Like, you why say that, and there? there's been an actual Pokemon fighting game. It's crazy, mm. man. It's crazy. Well, the last one is uh, a bit of a strange category, which is content creator or content creator. Which is always weird. Every year, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, because you know, it's always obviously a mix of people. Some that you might know, some you might not know. But uh, the I don't know n- any of these n- people. N- I know this, this, this. Nebelian is a, to me a really odd choice for a content creator, someone that's like a almost like a news reporter, you know, or was a news reporter. Well, he's still creating say. content, right? Well, he's not. He's not. He's literally not because he's quit Twitter. Yeah. So, the, like, there's two parts of this, uh, Mike. Mm. Nebelian or Nobelian or whatever you fucking say his name. Nebelian? He actually quit Twitter when Twitter got sold to Elon Musk. And like, mm. not saying it's necessarily like because of that, but it was like, I'm wasting my life. It was a very, it was channeling you a little bit. It was like, what am I doing with my life? I'm going to stop doing this, right? So he's okay. quit. So that's the number one thing that I think is really interesting that he's like quit and he's getting nominated. It'd be awesome if he wins, actually. That'd be really cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's but like, the other fuck part, you, I'm not coming back. <laughs> to Swinney's point is, it's a bit like Wario64 on Twitter, mm. where it's like he collects things, he curates things, but. He doesn't have very much at all. He didn't have very much like analysis, right? Because mm-hmm. I used to follow like his account because mm-hmm. it was always like to the minute, you know, like the, the best news. But it wasn't like there's a few other creators on Twitter who I would say they're creators because they're like they've got some analysis or some some thought around the news. He would just like kind of go, here's the news, and then wouldn't really even say anything about it. So I didn't realize Twitter was used for, you know, that kind of content creation i thought it was just for people to fucking give their opinion that no one really gives a fuck about no i, I like i like, think twitter is the best way to i get didn't news. realize i wow. think twitter is the best place to get news quite honestly but it, like how do you right create the content isn't it 
video uploads. Like no, this, people tweet. I'm not even kidding when I say <laughs> no, this. It feels I like you are taking the piss. Yeah, but like, no, no, I'm not trying to, I'm legit not trying to take the piss. <laughs> to me, to me, tweeting about shit isn't content creation. It's just your fucking opinion on something. I like, just think there's so many more people out there that would be better served and be nominated for this. Uh, I mean, but this category has always historically been a ridiculous category. Like mm. some people get nominated, like the Carl oh, Jacobs one. Like ones. the entire like, thing is ridiculous. Why is he getting nominated? It's so weird. Oh, mm. I was I went to actually show Nabilian's tweets, but look at this shit. What the deleted? fuck? Hmm. He's protected. protected them all. So he hasn't deleted them. He just closed it and protected That's, it. I, oh. Yeah, but it wasn't like that before. That's Ma- maybe really you weird. can ping Elon and he can unprotect them for I, everyone to see. I will say, mm. when I was reading the nominees at first glance, I thought it said Carl Jobst. I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I actually yeah. did think that as well. <laughs> that would have been all right. I got yeah, excited I for a split second. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. that's cool. But then I'm like, oh, no, it's not. Man, it's no, just it's like, I, I, I don't say this and I don't know how, how, how I would phrase this, but... I don't know any of those people. Like, how fucking out of the loop am I? But that that's fine. Those that's people. Fine. Like, who the fuck are those people? The people cr- what are they creating even content. About? <laughs> this guy Ludwig. Apparently, they this tweet guy... shit, and now they win an award. Okay, yeah. cool. So this guy Ludwig, just... he was a former like mostly like Smash commentator, turned streamer, right. turned YouTube creator. He's a pretty smart guy. He's okay. Mm-hmm. This Ludwig's Carl Jacobs pretty... oh, no, guy is part of the Mr. Yeah. Beast thing, right? Yeah, he is. I don't even know what that is. And I don't think Mr. Beast is like been nominated. Oh, maybe he has. I don't know. They're probably also I don't know trying who not to repeat. repeat. Is. They probably also try not to repeat people from previous years to mix it up. Yeah, yeah that's true. Recommend. And this lady, I think she's QTC's girlfriend or wife. You mean XQTC or XQTC or something like that? Just a really big streamer from Canada. Everyone's like. How old are these we are motherfuckers? We are fucking so old, I know. Understand any of this shit? Hey, I know oh. enough. I dude, if you ask other people my age, I think I'd be in the top tier of people who know something about this shit. As if that's impressive. Probably. <laughs> like who gives a shit? Uh, well, is there any other any other categories or any other courts you guys want to make about the stuff? Mm. Or we can get to it. We can get through it when we talk about our predictions. Yeah, let's cover but, uh, it then. I always love the Nintendo. Um, Typically, Nintendo, Nintendo category, category, best family, which almost is always dominated by just Nintendo games. But this year, Splatoon 3 is like, that's an interesting family one, but okay. Is it a family game? I mean, that I'm very comfortable. Game. No, but I would say like this. I'm super comfortable with my boys watching Splatoon 3. Like, i got no issues with that, right? It's the only okay. shooter game that I would ever let them see. At their age, so well, if my if my kid kids would be comfortable watching them let, watch like Callisto Protocol, sexist, um, sexist. <laughs> Only if they're three or older, okay, jeez. Uh, and then this is your favorite category, Mike. Best VR AR game. Oh, absolutely, my favorite category. I haven't seen any of Bone Lab, man. Moss. Anyway, okay. I'm not going to give you hints. I'm not going to give you hints. All right, cool. Well, the Very second good. story this well, week. Can we just say before we move on that? Mm. You know, Sweeney and I look forward to going through every single category and voting and nominating and streaming the the Game Awards. But Mike, I'm I'm guessing you're not going to be streaming the Game Awards. Hundred percent not. I like Dude, how like, I'm quitting the show, but somehow you're quitting the show without saying you're quitting. No, no I'm not. I just don't want to do that because to me, to me, the, no, no, no. I want. I'm not. I'm not quitting or anything. I'm just not not watching that live or doing anything about it. I'll talk about it, but you know my opinions on it. It's the fucking Oscars of video games. I don't give a shit about the Oscars. Yeah, I but if you do a movie awards. podcast, you surely wouldn't cover the Oscars, right? Because I feel like I had to, but I don't want to. You know what I mean? 
I don't care what 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 you know pat on the backs people give themselves as 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 an industry when I don't even fucking half agree with like ninety percent of the the things that they pick. I so think that I'm just not into that shit. I, you know, you know, I'm not into that. I think that you know other people, maybe <laughs> Swinney and I, can look at it and go, it's a good framing to talk about the whole year and all the games we played mm. and then shit on the stupid yeah, games. Yeah, but we should like do it ourselves, like not go live through some others. Some other person's bloody award system. <laughs> Who cares and also what the they world pick? premiere. World we premiere. should pick our own. World premiere. We don't have uh, world premieres. So. Wankfest is what that is. <laughs> I think we should do our own. You know, we should have our own game world of the year premieres. award thing. <laughs> yes. Our own big week. The new year, zero. Big, big year in gaming. Mike. We should have a big year in gaming okay. awards Mike, thing. If you do a be kind rewind style world premiere of games that don't exist, but you create them. <laughs> Right, like Fallout 5 and all this other shit, okay. then I will do that. We'll, we'll host our own fake game awards. <laughs> okay. Be kind, rewind style. But you need to create those segments and then I'll do the rest, all right? He's okay. not committed. No, he's not going to do anything. I'm not going to commit exactly. to it. Because no, no, I was thinking about how, how the hell do I get footage for these games to re- It's to Big Con it. Rewind. You don't need to. It's just when you make it up. You okay. act it out yourself. You act it out. Okay. With, Swedish with, style. with wigs and yeah. props. Oh, wigs and yeah, props and dildos right, and stuff. Okay. Sure. Oh, okay, wow. You got, I'm sure you leave my collection out of this. Yeah, just use your sex toy boxes. Like you have everything in there. <laughs> this is really off the rails. Let me see. Let, let, let me let me go to my props like I usually do. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna yeah. move on to the next topic. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have Doom Eternal once again, uh, much quicker than we expected. Uh, we talked about it at length last week about Mick Gordon's big open letter responding to Mike. Mike, can you stop being a twat? Oh. <laughs> that, is, that is my, like, light touch yeah, that's, insult. That's, that's, I'm, I don't think you've, I've ever heard you insult Mike. So yeah, he's like calling him a twat. He's like basically calling him the C word. Okay, so last week, Mick Gordon released his massive 14,000 word letter responding to the whole Doom It's so crazy to think that it's actually 14,000 words. It's so crazy. That, and that was last week, but that was in response to... A post on Reddit from two years ago that um, Doom Eternal producer um, Marty Stratton put up, right? So that's the timeline there. Of like It was two years in making almost. A week later, or almost less than a week later, I think, um, it's, it's uh, it, it Software or Bethesda in, in general have put up a, like an official response on their Twitter account about this whole mess. So at a very high level, and anyone doesn't know, basically they put the blame on, you know, like Mick Gordon's in not really delivering um and that led to the poor in the reddit post yeah in the reddit post the poor um doom eternal soundtrack Mm. official soundtrack so that's at a high level there's you know please go check out last week's episode if you want the full breakdown of that but uh what i thought i'd ask is mike Mm -hmm. uh, sorry for calling you a tight uh two seconds ago can you please uh (laughs) (laughs) please read out the letter um, that Bethesda released. No worries, you hijo de la gran puta. The recent oh, post whoa, by Mick whoa. Gordon. <laughs> we need to get. We need to look at Romanian. No way. I wasn't even Romanian. No, that was yeah, you said something. So something. Something. Get a bitch. Son of a bitch. Yeah, so, okay, so the recent post by Mick Gordon both mischaracterized and misrepresented the team at ID Software, the development of Doom Eternal, Marty Stratton, and Chad Moshholder, with a one-sided and unjust account of an irreparable professional relationship. 
we are aware of all the details and history in this matter, and and un- new, unequivocally, I can't pronounce that word, man. Unequivocally, unequivocally, Chad and the team at ID Software. We reject the distortion of the truth and selective representation of incomplete facts. In quotes. We stand ready with full and complete documented evidence to disclose in an appropriate venue as needed. The statements posted online have incited harassment and threats of violence against Marty, Chad, and the ID software team. Any threats or harassment directed towards members of our teams will be met with swift and appropriate action to protect their health and safety. We remain incredibly proud of ID's previous collaborations with McGordon and ask that fans refrain from reaching conclusions based on his account and, more importantly, from attacking any of the individuals mentioned on either side, including Marty, Chad, or Mick. Are we going to go line by line, Swindy? I want to break this sucker down. If you want to go line by line, I've actually got to pop off for a second, so feel free. Oh, okay. Okay, Look at Look at everyone's just quitting the show. (laughs) Even Swindy's leaving. Um... (laughs) So number one, like I work with a lot of PR people, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that this this is a nothing statement. This is fucking nothing, right? Like, so a typical PR statement, basically. No, but like, there's all there's degrees of PR statements, right? This one literally, you could write this. Just say like if everything that Mick Gordon said was a lie versus everything was exactly the truth, you pretty much could write this statement again, right? Because it's nothing's really completely definitive. Like, they don't actually say here, he's lying, right? They say it's a distortion of truth, right? So they're not saying it's, there's no truth. So there must be truth in what he's saying, some elements, hmm. right? Otherwise, I'd just say it's there are blatant lies in his statement and distortion of truth. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, no, 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 you exactly can still cover that from a PR perspective, but the fact hmm. that it's like they're easing on the side of, like, it's manipulated, it's one-sided, it's... But it's like, of course it is, right? Because <laughs> it's his perspective on it, right? Why would he present facts that go against him, mm. right? They still might be facts, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that this is basically a nothing statement and it took so long for them to send this out because this would have been drafted in like 10 minutes, 20 minutes tops, right? The fact that it took uh, internally at id, Bethesda, Microsoft. I mean, it had to probably go through all the different legal it departments doesn't, yeah, but dude, for every single for team. P- no, no, no. But for PR, like this kind of stuff, every, or the companies are ready to go, right? So the fact that it took a week for them to post this, mm, it must have while. been massive amount of back and forth from senior leadership to be mm, like, are sure. we going to let them send this? Don't put anything on Microsoft on it. You know what I mean? Like there's like all these things. The fact that it doesn't say Microsoft anywhere here, like Microsoft mm. supports it or Bethesda or anything like that. It's super telling to me. It's super, super telling. Like as a, just an overall statement. Hmm. But then like it, you look at like, you know, line by line, it's just like total like bullshit, man. It's like the most nothing statement I've ever seen. What were you about to say, Swinny? No, I was just going to say about the whole Microsoft thing. I I agree it's it's kind of very telling, but at the same time, I think people need to remember um, underneath Xbox, you've got the Xbox Game Studios kind of like pillar, and Bethesda is a separate pillar from Xbox Game Studios. So that's, that's Microsoft's own company. No, no I, no, I know that. That's what I'm just saying, but it's like that's why it's possibly also often they separate the Bethesda stuff at the moment, but I agree it's telling. So. Yeah. But yeah, you kind of go through it really quickly. It's like the first statement, it's mischaracter or misrepresented. Not saying it's untrue, right? It's just saying that it's it's his version of the truth, right? Without saying it's wrong. Then the next paragraph, 
you know, we're aware of all the details and history, blah, blah, blah. And then stand ready. Like, so they're basically not calling out. Like, we are going to pursue action, right? And they're literally not saying it's it's false. They're just saying it's distortion, right? So that statement, like, legally, and it's very legalistic, some of this writing, that statement could be true even if he just withholds one statement, Mick Gordon, right? And they go, well, you've distorted the truth because you've withheld certain things. It's like... That that is always true of almost anything that you could write. He wrote fourteen thousand words. Of course, there's still going to be stuff that's missing, right? Hmm. Then the third paragraph where they talk about inciting harassment and stuff. I mean, like Mick Gordon is constantly saying throughout the thing, "Do not harass people." I've been hmm. harassed. I don't think people should be harassed. He finished his whole statement with saying, "I don't want anyone to hate bomb someone." Like you know, like Doom Eternal started getting you know review bombed, and he actually addressed it on Twitter. He's like. Please don't review bomb the game, right? Yeah, like but, I have a dispute. Like, but don't people do who do that kind of stuff, they're not going to fucking listen to anyone. Sure, about that. no, but you can't say that he's like. What's well, to cover his own ass as well? But no, yeah. but the way that they've posted it and stuff, they're making it. It's almost like, you know, he's incited. He incited it. it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, well, like, look, that's a very he emotional hasn't, word. He hasn't. He hasn't incited. I think that that word is very key. I think his comments absolutely would incite people to do that. There's no denying that. But he hasn't gone out to intentionally cause that incitement. Yeah. But inevitably, through what he said, people will do what people do. They go and do dumb shit like that. So, yeah. And by the way, Marty posted something on Reddit, which is the exact same thing as what Mick's done. Mick has just responded in kind, right? Mm. So I feel like it's such a weak-ass like third paragraph. And then the last one, it's like, yeah, cool, it's all stuff. It's like, okay, like... It's very strange. This is like such a weird statement. It's I actually was not expecting something like this to come out. I thought they'd be silent about it. But I feel like this is actually a very weird statement and kind of in, indicates to me it seems unlikely they're going to actually take him to court over this. And it puts him in a really bad bind, I think. Like, I don't think this is bubbled out to like regular people who play Doom and like will play the next id game. But I think it's really soured journalists right and the media around id so next time like and i reckon it'll probably be well, would have been e323 e324 at the latest they'll have to talk about hey this is a new id game that we're building i think the story is all going to be about this still honestly and that's where it that's will leak shame. into the mainstream i think um look maybe maybe i've got really shit ears but ha when i played the game i never went huh what's up with no, Mike, it's about the um, official soundtrack release, not the game soundtrack. Ah. That's this, what the issue was. Because the game soundtrack, you know, the way that they build those is really interesting, actually. Like, you know, they'll break it all down into stems and stuff like that. So it's like, mm. depending on the situation, yeah, they're like elevating the action, the music as well, right? Yeah. And Doom and Doom Eternal does that, like, almost as good as any game does, right? But the OST, like the Doom original 2016 OST is amazing. Yeah. And the Eternal one is not. And it's very obvious in lots of different ways why it's not amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, no. And then, um, I don't know, was there anything else you wanted to say before we go on to Mick Gordon responding to this? No, look, just uh, I echo your, what you said is this just feels like a whole lot of nothing. And mm. anyone that's read what Mick released would be able to just punch holes in this so easily. So. Mm. And 
the thing that I liked is that Mick pretty much straight off the bat, like they posted this shit and you go, okay, he's going to be quiet. He's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> he goes on in a very Mike move. Marty Stratton, id software studio director, lied about Doom Eternal's OSD events in a Reddit post that used disinformation to blame me entirely for its failure. Later, he offered me a six-figure sum to never speak about it. The truth is important. Linking to his statement. Nice. Their, their thing got 15,000 likes. His post... 38,000. <laughs> All right. And that's a reply. So you people actually have to click through it to see it. So you can kind of tell where the public opinion is at with uh, it at the moment. And people calling for Marty's head. And honestly, I think if you're Xenomax Microsoft, you really got to look at it and go, how critical is Marty? Right? Like, I, I don't know, like, how much he is, like, really producing the game versus... Is he like studio director, like, you know, more of a business role? I think he actually leans in more on the game design element as well. But mm. i got to say, man, like I didn't think this before, but I'm more inclined to go, it's kind of getting a bit untenable for Marty to stay there, man. Because it, it's going to kill the buzz of the next game. Yeah, I don't think this statement did anything to alleviate that, uh, the, basically, you know, that court of opinion that public mm. opinion we talked about last week. Um because they also, not that this, they'd obviously hold on to, you know, ways to refute anything he stated um, for, you know, it sounds like, oh, they've got receipts, they say, or whatever they, they mentioned there. But yeah. there's nothing in this that, that makes anyone reading it go, oh, oh yeah, no, nah, I, I don't believe him anymore. Or there's some stuff he may have misconstrued, you know. Um, yeah, I, I was saying this on our Discord. So if you want to join our Discord, check the link, just links are in the description that, I think, you know, what I said on the show last week was true and was what I believed then, which is, look, honestly, there still is two sides to every story, hmm. right? Of course. And it wasn't just like, I just fully believe whatever Mick's saying. But now after this Bethesda post and how weak it is, like, I'm almost inclined now to just go, well, I'm just, I think I, I'm inclined to believe what Mick is saying. Because the fact that they're not even saying it's a lie, they don't say anything is a lie. They just say it's a distortion of the truth. If they had said, look, we don't want to go through every detail, but for example, when he said about the contract, here's an email where he said this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, then it's like, okay, maybe there's more to this and they don't want to go into it, but then, you know, at least people can go, well, maybe there's more, but they didn't even do that. And it's like, mm, I'm until something else changes, I'm kind of now on Mick's side with the dude is like super detail oriented. He's gone through it all. They haven't mm. refuted anything. They've just said it's a distortion. Of course it's a distortion. It's his story and he's been like blasted on Reddit. So very ugly but for I, Id, which is a studio I absolutely love to death. Well, and, same. At yeah. least what it used to be. I don't I've lost track of who's white in it anymore, but um I don't I like, like the whole thing about how there's two sides to every coin, I think absolutely applies to it. But it's it's more so that the the same event can happen and two people involved in exactly the same event can have completely two different perspectives on it. Yeah. Literally same thing happened and they and, and not because they're trying to conceal anything, not because just their interpretation based on how they feel about that particular event is entirely different. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's, yeah. And I mean yeah. on that Mike, like that's pretty much what I was saying last week, where it's like I mean my role at my work is like probably more similar to the Marty, right? than Mick. And I could imagine there's some people that think I'm a prick and like, you know, they have a version of events, imagine. right? I'm not <laughs> right? <to> that. <laughs> but 
as you said, there's always two sides. Like I might think that something's well covered because it's like it's been implied or it's like their responsibility, accountability, rah, rah, rah. And I could imagine like honestly a situation where Mick is like a perfectionist. I've been watching a lot of more of his interviews recently. Mm. And I'm like, this dude is like a super perfectionist, right? So maybe he's just like, oh, I've got to top myself. How am I going to do this? But this statement, man, is really turned me against like id. So I'm like, I'm not going crazy about it, but... Are you it, boycotting honestly, them? Well, no, but like I was saying this last week. I don't want to repeat everything, but I am very uh, put off playing Doom Eternal, which I've been saving to play for a while. Mm. And now I'm a really like, oh, I don't think... It's gonna like it's just gonna dominate my thoughts about it, mm. so which is really bad sign for it, honestly, and like their resurgence. So, why well, it's, it's a really tricky one because I mean I I know this is slightly different topic but related to that the whole and we talked about this before being able to take the um, how do I put it separate the, the, art artist, from the artist separate the art from the artist yeah and and you know it's it's actually that's the artist but anyway it's 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 a different story. But, you know, recently I heard that, for example, Larry David um, was advertising FTX. FTX, I know, I was so pissed. I, and I'm I, like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? Like, he's trying I to thought make that at the that Super Bowl. Shit? I had the, the Super Bowl, I didn't like yeah. that he's doing it. That's before they became a Ponzi scheme or they always yeah. were a Ponzi scheme, right? So then I'm like, what do I do? Do I, you know, do I separate it? Do I stop watching Curb as a result? Just going, One of my favorite shows. <laughs> you just saying, like, do, 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 do. Yeah, everyone sells out eventually. Although he didn't need to sell out because he had enough money not to have to sell out. I'm just I don't glad you didn't bring. Did it, but anyway. I'm just glad you didn't bring up Shaq and Samuel L. Jackson again. I've already talked about that. <laughs> right? no, no, no. This week it's Larry David that I've got a vendetta yeah. against for bloody supporting that FTX, shit. Yeah. But yeah, okay. so I think it's the same same as this. It's like, sure, okay, maybe a couple of execs were dicks about something, but in the end, that game took hundreds and hundreds of people to make and i'm not gonna forget that that part of it i will keep being pissed off at particular people let's say but i would still appreciate the game for what it is and remember that it there's hundreds of people involved in making that not just the decision of one executive that might might or might not be an idiot can so. can i just say one thing about the larry david ftx ad is that so the premise of the ad i don't know if you've seen it swinny I do not even know about this ad, no. So I, because I, I watch the Super Bowl live, I love like NFL, mm. and I was pissed that Larry David was doing a crypto ad. I knew it was a freaking crypto ad, right? Mm. But it is actually a genuinely funny ad, right? So it's basically Larry David through history, like at the invention of the wheel, and he's like, nah, it's shit, right? <laughs> like the invention of fire, nah, printing press ads, ah, never going to work out, right? And then someone right at the end of the ad is like, oh, crypto. And he's sitting back in his chair, he's like, nah, I don't see it. Right, that's the ad. I thought he was going to go. It would have been funny, like pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I, no, I think it's he like something. that actually failed. I think he might do something like that, right? But then I uh, also think it's funny because he's actually shitting on crypto in the ad, nice. right? That's how they end the ad. He's basically like, "Nah, it's not going to work out," which is right, <laughs> right? So he's getting sued for that ad, by the way. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, by yeah, who? yeah. By like um, investors in in FTX for misrepresentation and things like that. So. Wow. Yeah. But his defense will be... Because well, it turns out that the wheel was a good idea? <laughs> no, no, exactly. So anyway, let's get back to the sizzler. Yeah, so let's wrap up the news by looking at some of the other headlines that we're not going to cover in detail because mm-hmm. uh didn't have the 
time or or the effort to uh to put them all together but that's fine they're still important there's some stuff i want to talk about here what about you guys ditto absolutely so well i'll just go first since i i just jumped in uh next gen witcher 3 world hunt update is now scheduled for december 14th Woohoo! that's like uh three weeks away technically a month i don't, I don't know whatever it, it's however number of weeks less than a month from now i think um and i always thought that maybe it's going to come to pc as well but i hadn't officially seen that until i actually saw the post by cd project red saying it's it's on all the platforms and there's a bunch of stuff um including i think the tie-in series outfits and stuff like that that are also being updated on the switch version the only slight concern i have is i haven't been able to definitely definitively figure out anywhere whether the switch version which is compatible with the pc version via cloud save so i've been playing back and forth between them will retain that ability it'd be really weird if it didn't because that was one of the main things about i that, wonder but, how hmm. many people out there other than you are doing that i've um, done that i've done it no but as in but to it was a just, huge feature no but game. as in to justify them actually making it be able to work with this, but the problem so... is it was a huge feature of the game oh, no, so no. i'm like I guess, are you now technically playing a different version of the game? And how do you go back to just playing your regular version of well, the game that is compatible between the two then? If if history, like if we look at history, the normal Witcher 3 and the Witcher 3 Game of the Year edition, let's say mm-hmm. on the Xbox One, same platform, the saves weren't compatible between those two different versions. They weren't, yeah. yeah. So, but is this technically like a, a third version? I don't know. But you get the upgrade for free if you've got yeah. the previous version. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. And I, and I hope they do keep it. Not like, not the end of the world if they don't. I'll probably just play it on PC or something. But it would be cool to continue that. Because actually, I, I really enjoyed going between the two. It was really awesome. You can sit in bed, play it. Again, I'm not going to sound like a broken record. I wish I had a Steam Deck. Then I wouldn't have this problem. But in the meantime, I can play it on the Switch and <laughs> go and play it on PC or something. It's really cool. I, I'm in the exact same camp as you. Like, I've used that feature and I like going back and forth. But mm. I'm ultimately like, shit, I need to get a Steam Deck. Same. Like, I would solve a lot of that. Yeah, there's a, quite yeah. a few games. Like, Vampire Survivor is like... Mm. It's actually a top 10 most played Steam Deck game. Vampire Survivor. I can see why. Yeah, really you can cool totally see that, right? So... Mm. so. Hmm. Well, one quick one from me is um, news that I had no idea about until I saw it on a website, which means it didn't get much reach at all, is mm-hmm. uh, Piranha Bytes. So the cult classic Risen, which was like on the PS3, obviously PC, but PS3, mm-hmm. Xbox 360 era RPG, is getting a re-release on last-gen consoles. On last-gen consoles, And yeah, Switch, and Switch. One. So, like, obviously oh, Switch. Switch. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. That, that's cool. Um, mm. But I look up what, because Risen's, Risen's an action RPG, you know, they, they worked on the Elix games and things like that, and the Gothic mm. games. But it's like, it's not called like Risen Remastered Edition or anything like that. So I'm like, well, are they actually doing anything to the game? It looks mm. like in the footage, it looks like it's running nice at high textures and everything, which you'd assume, but... I don't know if they're actually doing any more work to it, but look, I'm I'm happy to play through that game. You know, I love to so, so dumb question. Does so if they're porting it to PS4 and Xbox One, does that mean you can then play it on the PS5 and series as well? well I mean, I can't confirm PS5, see. but generally all the games do. So okay, cool. with so effectively few exceptions available on all platforms, but they didn't want to advertise it as the well, but the latest not... gen because it might. They're not native. The they're not native versions, though. Yeah, so yeah. that's the difference. But you know what so. I mean? Like, the, it might have set the wrong idea to people. They might have gone, "Oh, cool, Risen's coming to Series X. They're gonna like revamp all the graphics." And but no, it's not that. It's nothing like that. Mm. Okay, that's cool. 
I was going to just mention a quick one that's not actually in the um, wrap-up for the Big Sizzler. Again, I, I know I was mentioning the new season for Splatoon 3, so it's chill season starting in December. But there were things that I missed out on it that um, they're bringing back X battles. So it's actually like a new rank. So you have to be S plus, uh, I think it's like S plus 50 or something like that. Um, three new weapons, which is really cool. Uh, and 10 returning weapons and a new stage. So like... <laughs> one thing I just want to shit on quickly because it's been the whole episode of the shitting what on Mike, Mike or everything else is this game has got so much content like fully complete single player mode extra modes like bonus little game like hard game in it multiplayer and a structured rollout like good season three months now this is a new season new weapons everything and then I look at Halo Infinite I'm like how does this fucking happen? How do they release Halo Infinite in such a fucking botched way? And this dinky game from Nintendo, which has sold a lot, to be fair, is like killing it in terms of like structure and how to release and how to do a roadmap. Like, it's just, it's bizarre to me. It's Look, bizarre. That, that may be the case, but um, I, I think it's extremely, um, you know, hemisphere-ist. Calling it chill season. Yeah. No, it's chill because you're chilling by the beach. You're chilling by the beach. I don't think that's what that's that's what All right, see, Mike, you've redeemed yourself because that's the show title. Hemispherist. I've typed it in. Yeah, I like that's like last week, whatever we came up with. What was it? Something tangent? Something Tandy Tangent. Tandy Tangent. Tandy Tangent. And we both had it like instantly. Like, that's the show title. You already wrote it in. Okay, fair enough. Um Mike, anything else? Uh, I mean, look, Dead Island 2 being delayed uh, from Feb to April. Mm, I mean, 3rd of Feb, so early Feb to late April. So effectively two months delay. And at the end of the world, again, polish it, get it out there. I'm happy to wait. When they announced that release date, like back then, I was like, man, that seems so soon for a game that like just got re-announced. You mm-hmm. know? Um, but uh, look... Delayed if you need to, man. Like yeah. you, you don't want to, you don't want to screw that game up. So uh, another one from me is the fact that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet had the biggest pre-orders in the series history. And wait, you just trying to there's trigger a, him, there's, a, there's a there's a lot of people out there talking about Pokemon this week, Mike. Um, mm. What are, what are your thoughts about the newest Pokemon? Why do, why are you oh, doing that? Looks why freaking awesome. Ah, oh, so I, I I obviously got my hands on it. And I played it. And Did you actually get it? Mwah, it runs superbly, 60 FPS. Oh, it's it's a joy to play. Oh my god, like some of the best graphics I have ever seen on the Switch console. Xenoblade? Pfft. It's freaking PS2 era kind of graphics compared to this thing. Uh, amazing gameplay. They're super innovative, okay? They've completely innovated the whole concept. Nothing like all the previous titles in the series. Uh, amazing Pokemon. I love the Pokemon in it. Nothing What's your favorite? Like weird ones. What's your favorite uh, new Pokemon? Crepidactyl is probably my favorite one. Yeah, really cool. I love it. So amazing game. Amazing, absolutely amazing game. I think everyone should get it. Everyone should pre-order the next one right now, even though it's not announced yet, because they should pre-order games like that just to, to make sure the devs understand they need to keep churning out these amazingly high-quality products. Uh, so yeah, th- those are my thoughts on it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. What's, what's the, so uh, wrong with it? I mean, it's 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 pushing. Looks amazing. Look at the amazing graphics. It's, it has to go down to like, you know, 12 frames per second mm. to be able to like sustain it. Look, what I've actually seen to this game, 
it seems like it's got its fun moments. You know, it seems like a fun game, but man, it's... it's well, yeah, heroin's they, fun. They are... <laughs> It's, it's really, really second, Game it's Freak awesome. are really stretching it now uh, in terms of like not delivering on the. It's a fucking front. joke, man. Look, what the fuck was that? It's a joke. It's an absolute <laughs> joke. It seriously is. It's like they they know that they have to put the least amount of effort possible, yeah. and people will still buy this, no problem. It's look. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say this. The, the amount of <laughs> look how glitchy like, it is. <laughs> it's ridiculously glitchy, and people defend this bullshit. And and keep <laughs> buying and pre-ordering this crap, and it's just it's just fucking ridiculous. And they don't give a shit. Like they know that they could put the least amount of effort into this, and people will still pay and give them millions for it. It's weird. I've never thought this about any other Pokemon games I've seen, but it just also looks like an ugly game in terms of like art design, like the UI yeah. and everything. It just doesn't. It seems really uh, rushed. If it like, wasn't a Pokemon game, it'd be a, it'd be an asset flip. Like compared to like Arceus or, <laughs> no, it's or not whatever, that bad. It's not that bad. compared it to Arceus and stuff like that, that like the UI doesn't look like the just stuff about it just doesn't. It looks like a game that just was way too early, in my opinion. But I haven't played it. I can't judge. Well, yeah, because when did the, when did Arceus came out? Came this out this year. year. This year, yeah, January. exactly. Like they just fucking oh, no, not the, bad boy not the eating the away. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the eating the sandwich where yeah, it's just like the JPEG goes in the side of the head? <laughs> Anyway. But the, the, the weirdest thing is to me, this looks worse than awesome. some of the previous titles in the series. Look at this oh shit. my god, this is just <laughs> fucking hell. Look, the Switch, one thing is the Switch is really showing its age now. Like, yeah. I, I said this on the show last week, I have to really check every game that I buy outside of first party Nintendo games. And I don't classify this as technically a first party. Look at this, this is awesome. But it should, <laughs> it should be classified as that, man. Given the amount of money that they have and Pokemon access to people to do this. Yeah. Look, they sh- this should be classified as like this. This should set the standard in what the Switch can do. Honestly, not like, you, be one of the shittest looking games on the Switch. I'm a business person. I would not change anything of how I run. Why, games exactly. Like, why right? would you? Because it's not going to make bazillions of dollars. Exactly. And yeah, that's why I think like to. people get people really are idiots. obsessed about this. But just vote with your wallet, right? But the problem is, you bought people Arceus. Do vote with your... You bought Arceus, and then I returned it. Doesn't matter from no, them; I've... it's a sale. Exactly, exactly. So... I'm, the, I'm the ultimate idiot that I went and bought a game that I knew was going to be absolutely trash, and I serves me right. <laughs> I, I don't mean... know, Sweeney. We might need a title change. I don't. I know you... this might be the first time in Big Week history we've changed the title because I am the ultimate idiot is a great title. <laughs> Thank you for coming back to the show after your break, Mike. You're welcome. <laughs> Look, like, uh, I, it's, yeah. I don't think it's going to hurt the show. I know, uh, sorry, it hurt the show. I don't think it's going <laughs> to hurt Pokemon. Like, of course it won't. It will it's not been glitchy as shit. Like, yeah. Always. Like, look at this shit. Look at this shitty GIF, uh, JPEG kind of fucking the, thing oh that they God. got. It's, um, it's incredible. <laughs> it's so awesome. I reckon it's amazing. No, it's, it's amazing what people can get away with uh, nowadays with. And and still make millions. It's absolutely fucking amazing. But it's not millions. It's billions. That's it's the billions. Thing. Sorry, it's absolutely billions. They actually and make I, billions I think per year. This is what ultimately <laughs> make ultimately shits me. Is that there's a lot of people out there creating amazing stuff, putting in a lot of hard effort like into doing stuff. <laughs> no one will and play they it. get nothing. They get nothing for it. And then there's people who do a half ass job so executives can line their pockets with more money. And that I think it's me. fucking disgusting. That it really is. I'd be like, and I fuck, 
Let's keep well, going, I'm not boys. Have a go at you, but I, I just think it's <laughs> fucking disgusting. You know what else is disgusting? I drove past Sunshine Hospital the other day. And whoa, you know, whoa, we're well, really getting to the doxing Maybe, territory now. No, no, it's not because I can drive anywhere around Melbourne. Doesn't matter. Everyone knows I live in Melbourne. Anyway, I'm driving past, and now they built a new Sunshine Private Hospital. Yeah. Now I'm not a fucking communist. You guys know that I am not a communist. You're from a However, communist the country. However, the fact that we live in a society where you have the words "private hospital" yeah. planted is disgusting. You have to pay to get in. That the notion, the notion that you divide people and you give healthcare to people depending on how much money they earn, is absolute utter fucking trash. It should not exist in society. It shouldn't. Can anyway, we... that's ungame related. We should be talking about that, but it Mike, angers me that shit like that exists. Can we create a a separate podcast where we talk? We'll, we'll create like VTuber things. So we'll be just anime characters. So we'll hide our identity to a okay. small degree, <laughs> and we'll just talk. go on about politics. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> That's where we definitely can't use our faces. <laughs> well, I will put my face on the fact that I think it's atrocious that that divide in society <laughs> exists between between pri- public healthcare that is actually kind of pretty shit to begin with, and we've been to we have been to Sunshine Hospital before. Again, not to dox to dox I don't ourselves know. I've never a, heard of this place. It's Sunshine a common before. thing, and and. The waiting times and everything are ridiculous, but the the very fact that there is now a distinction between do you have money, do you not have money, will you be treated, and will you will you be taken care of or not? It's ridiculous. So what are you saying, Mike? Pokemon, uh, the new Pokemon is just a euphemism for private versus public healthcare. Basically, it's a euphemism okay. for uh, lining pokey... the pockets of executives. Damn those yeah. private. Pokey mm. centers. <laughs> Damn them. The private pokey centers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anything awesome. else you guys want to chat about? No, I'm no, just I looking forward to the next much. segment. All right, well, the next segment is a special surprise that I have prepared that you guys have no idea what it is. So yeah, I'm still like, waiting for a link. I, uh, I'll give you the link. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the link. Um, okay. I... I've got a got a bit of stuff written up, so I might sound a bit more, uh, uh, I guess, uh, robotic than I normally do. Hello, well, hello. My name I, is Swinney. Since I am no, since I'm the senior editor and ho- current oh, host of the show, yes. I'm going to mm-hmm. do things a bit differently. Okay. For those that don't know, behind the scenes, we prepare everything. You know, with a run sheet, yeah. mm. contains everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm going to change it up. So this week, I received a special message from a special someone. And uh, Indigot, I'm giving you a link right now. I've been waiting for I don't get a link. It's in there, Mike, but you wait till he brings it up. Okay. So this is is a link from a special someone that is very near and dear to the show. Can I play this? Oh! Am I going to get in trouble? No, that's fine. This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. So uh, the video comment, uh, so for anyone not watching the video version, is uh, I was once a child... I completed a game. And the oh, he's even a... got the big wig. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go, how do I know it's real? <laughs> the hosts of a popular children's program didn't believe me. I don't know why it's children's program. So how he had to make a this video awesome. showing. And awesome. uh, yeah, for anyone who can't watch the video version, it is a friend of the show and a, a big super fan, Joe Jives, completing the NES version of Battletoads after we said that he could he, like basically <laughs> I said I said well we I both doubted <laughs> his story that he beat this game as a kid so uh, Joe well so- hang on hang on we can still doubt that he did it as a kid <laughs> not, 
<laughs> just because he did it now no, it doesn't Mike, mean he did it as a Mike, kid. I'm, Mike, just, I'm just saying. Mike, I'm just saying. that's not the point of this, and I'll get to that now. Okay. So, oh, okay. Basically, <laughs> that is a funny line, though. Mike. We put a ch- we put a challenge out to yes. Joe after that to say that he should go and beat Battletoads, mm. and after watching this, after watching this 42 minute playthrough myself, wow. um, I can I can now say that I believe hmm. Joe Jives is an absolute legend. I, I got to tip my hat. This is so funny because I was also stipulating. I want to see his hands. I don't want to... Yeah. I want to see... I want to be able to do a Carl Jobst on him. There's even an... Yeah, do they match? Do they, yeah, they do. No, he's, got, he's got the logo on the no, controller. Yeah. No, but no, no, he's no, I mean even, like... Yeah. He's got the input reading uh, things at the bottom left. On the left bottom left, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so... Yeah, yeah. I'll give a bit of context. Uh, Joe provided all this information. Um, so it is on an emulator. He actually bought... Okay. You, can, you okay. can see there's a copy of Battletoads there, but he <laughs> actually, like... So it's he, he did it on an emulator using the 8-Bit-Do Pro 2 controller. <laughs> Not an original NES uh, controller, but he tried to, as, as much as possible accurately set everything up so that it and was as Joe close is the, to the, the most perfectionist out of all of us. 100% them, you know. he is. I, I look, I'll, I'll, I'll say it right now. I, Intergot, believe in Joe. I believe in Joe. I believe <laughs> that he beat it. I think it's funny what Mike said to the fact that <laughs> Joe beat Battletoads. I would never be able to beat Battletoads, right? Nah. But then he goes, as a kid or as an adult. <laughs> no, no, but the fact that Mike then puts in the doubt of going, but he still might not have beat it as a kid. It's so fucked up. <laughs> Mike is I in mean, a mood today. He even went to the awesome uh, extent, <laughs> the the awesome extent of of having the the split speed run splits on the side. I know as well, it's awesome. So it's cool. so cool. Um, but yeah, his objective was to clock Battletoads in a single playthrough. So the in-game he's even got the time. He's even got the time on there. Um, in his and, phase, you know, like basically, you know, he he said in the, the what he wrote to me that you know it's not the best run. Like he struggles a bit in the last stage and uh-huh. in a Klinger Ringer, which is the second last. Uh, I think the second last stage, which is an absolute bastard of a level. But it's uh yeah it's awesome that it's he incredible. put more, he put lots of details also in the comment section of the video the video is currently unlisted because uh, it wanted to be a bit of a surprise uh-huh. but he like detailed all the stuff there That's and awesome. it's the USA version of Battletoads as well um, okay. because the pal the pal version is slower it's like fifty oh well technicality what if you paid played the pal version yeah, but that makes it more kid. likely that you'd be able to beat it because it's slower i know hmm. i'm just being an idiot so this he's actually amazing. beating the hard this one. is amazing this Joe, honestly Don. to me is like a top five moment of the show this is it awesome is really this cool. is like very cool <laughs> i told you you'd like this i'm actually gonna surprise. watch the whole thing oh what is oh, it yeah. i want i, want to I see would this. love to actually watch do a watch along yeah can we do that yeah. yeah can we get joe on the show and watch it all together i will visit him and i will see this live this is this is incredible this is really cool that this is very cool. We don't have the chat on this uh, this screen, but this is very cool. This is well. Joe was in the chat well, earlier. He was in the chat. I don't know if he's posted he's anything still. on the chat. Maybe oh, no, he no, said no. hello. Uh, this is very cool. Okay, Swinny, yes, you've uh, you've redeemed yourself. <laughs> redeemed himself. <laughs> I, don't know. I just wanted to put <laughs> that into his head. <laughs> <laughs> now are we going to sleep thinking what is he talking? What did about? I do? <laughs> oh, oh, this is awesome! This is awesome. We we totally should watch this with him. I want to hear like all parts are hard. Yeah, like that. yeah, Man, yeah. I want, the last the last level, commentary. like I've I've played all the Battletoads levels except the last level, and but I was playing it with like all the modern bullshit, like rewind stuff, 
and I couldn't beat the second to last level because it's just fucking hard. With save states and stuff like that. Like, yeah. the shit, man. But the last level, which I never played, is such an absolute bastard. And uh, the fact that he got through it, man, is uh, super... This is insane. Mm. So he's gotten through this all, like, with one life or something? No, no, no. So he clearly... That's why I said, like, he, he his objective was to clock it, right? Yeah. So, like, it continues... He's clocked he's, it. Yeah, he's, he's clocked it, you know, so... I gotta I, say, I, I could believe never, him I now. could never beat this game legit. Like, I, I will amazing. say, like, I'm actually being genuine. I did not believe him, right? I know it sounds like I was memeing and stuff like that. I actually did. I actually didn't believe him, right? I, yeah. And and by the way, like, just to be super clear, it's not that I think he's a liar. I just, like, I think he was, like, misremembering it or something like that, right? But now I do believe it. Now I do I believe just it. a pretty genuine uh, guy. This is also the official Joe Jive's hand reveal stream, so... It True. is. What yeah. nice hands there Can are. we just have him as hands when he explains stuff? Let's try to arrange that. We'll do a watch along. We'll do a watch along and then just the hands. That's all it is. You could like make faces with the hands. Hey, Mike, give him some googly eyes. Because all those different sizes. We've never actually had this as a topic of like, maybe was you know, I'm wrapping up at the end of the year with the show, right? But maybe, like, we need to have the topic at some stage. Who do we think is the best gamer of the three of us? And then also, like, plus Joe, right? I reckon, Joe, like, Joe could probably it's play the Dark Souls question. games if he got it's into it question. and be really good at them. I yeah. like it as a question. It just I like it as a question. Because yeah. it was one time where Joe and I were playing Trials to Death. And we were just playing the first level mm-hmm. over and over again. We both would have played it for, like, and 10, 20 jump. hours. Just that one level, right? And we got into, like, the top... I think it was the top 20 in the world. And there was like a million <laughs> records. Yeah. Like a million people had played it. And we were both in the top 20 or something just because we were competing. And he still beat me and I could never beat it. Like <laughs> I I actually was like, holy shit, I can't beat this motherfucker. I was like, how the hell is he beating me on this thing? Like it's incredible. So no, this is this is awesome, man. I, I really I want to watch this, but it'd be more fun if we watch it with Joe. Mm-hmm. All Very right, cool, well, uh, that's, cool. uh, that's it for the special surprise. Very so, good. Joe, that's amazing. That's top five moment. Swinney top five for, moment of the, the show. Segment. That was really, really cool. And, uh, and yes, well done, thank Joe. you, Joe, for uh, providing all that information and that the video. Cool. That was cool. Uh, so for next week, the only, well, we might not oh, I forgot to put prediction. the thing. <laughs> oh, let's do it again. <laughs> I've got another surprise. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> just delete it. Just delete it. Put the whole thing back. Delete it. Delete the whole thing. It doesn't count. Actually, I don't believe him again. Um... We won't we won't do the nominee predictions then for Game Awards next week. We'll do it on the fourth, I think it is. Yeah, the week um, leading up to it. The week leading in. So I'm taking um, the day off that day. So are you Yeah, Smitty? I've yes, I have that day off. And Mike's not. No. <laughs> I just want him to say no. Wait, which day is it again? He doesn't know it's what we're Friday. talking about. <laughs> game Awards. Game Watch the Game Awards. Awards. Jesus Christ. Yeah, maybe I'll take it off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll take it off to shoot myself instead of this watching that shit. Turn. No, you, you know, know what he'll do. He'll know what he'll fucking do. He does this all the time. He won't. Sh- he won't come to the reaction, but then he'll jump in the chat to say something to us or hello. Yeah, and it's like motherfucker, where are you? You're not <laughs> here, out. but you're in the chat. Ah, uh, whatever. This is the ninth, you, you, right? You do. You it's do. The ninth you. for us. Yes, it is the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah I look like a nun. Uh, anything else you guys have planned for the next week in gaming or any releases or anything like that? Uh, what is coming out in the next Callisto week? Protocol is coming out soon, Mike. It is, but... Seems good. Okay, so, so before we... So, so this, is, this is my problem now. So before we started the show, I was explaining to the guys that I watched this 
uh, TED talk about the oh, Swedish guy. Who... Please don't go on about this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on the whole thing. But I'll. Ex- I'll Can very we... briefly okay, explain Mike, what he would did. Would you be up to do a political and random podcast? And we just we're VTubers, so we can't ever get like cancelled. Okay, sure. Because we just deny that be it's funny. our voices. It'll be entertaining. All right, all right. Anyway, so 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 I'll, I'll very very quickly <laughs> paraphrase what this guy said, and he said he he stopped buying stuff for a year, and he had two rules. Yeah. Don't die, which means he had to buy no stuff like food, obviously. No, he, I'm sure he fapped as well. Uh, and don't stink. <laughs> so that's it. Like he had to. He he only spent money on things that were absolute necessities in that sense. And he didn't do it just to be a jerk. He didn't. He wasn't saving money even because he spent all the money on services and stuff instead in the local community that kind of that kind of stuff. So what what is that? Uh, so, so anyway, so now my problem is, man, if I'm going to do this challenge for a year, uh, I can't buy Callisto Protocol. However, he's actually drinking. He's actually drinking. We're totally going to get banned because you're drinking alcohol. I don't think he actually we've was. Said, <laughs> we've said pipe bomb. Who said heroin? No, I wouldn't. I would for a bit. I wouldn't would know for my Moxie's Valentine Scotch whiskey just for a bit. So This is a really weird butt plug, but... All right, so Mike, your point is you 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 don't want to buy stuff, so you don't want to buy Callisto Protocol. Well, I can't now because it counts as buying then. So unless someone gifts it to me, (laughs) hint hint. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! This is where you're an absolute (laughs) fucking hypocrite, right? So for me, I've been beating clocking, sorry, right word, clocking more games than I've bought, right? Then you, motherfucker, hypocrite, the ultimate idiot, the ultimate idiot, yeah, said. No, that's cheating if other people buy you a game and you beat it. You said that. No, but it doesn't count as... No, it's not cheating in this case. Because <laughs> it's you. Because it's what you want. No, uh, it's because it doesn't. I can't buy those things. I will... Okay, let me put it this way. It's if not about I, buying. It's no, a no, no, rejection no, no, no. of the materiality I will, I will, of I'll using I'll tell you how this, how this works, right? I'm happy to... To do services, right? You so, can only like, receive. <laughs> I will, I'm happy to suck your dick if you give me a copy of the game because that is a service. I'm glad this is the last few minutes of the show. It's being provided, right? This is how the show's going down service, in flames. As part of the local community, I think that's fine. That, that's the loophole that oh, I can use. Out. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Mike. <laughs> You're welcome. Noted. <laughs> so my question was, oh, well, I guess shit. it boiled down to, you, so you're not getting close to protocol, unless someone gets it to me or my no. girlfriend. Okay, okay, to, which no, I really all right, doubt. right. I will. I hope it's a fucking ten out of ten game. I hope it comes out and they go, it's it the greatest game. It's exceeded Dead Space, and you'll buy it. <laughs> I I am possibly. I'm possibly looking at playing uh, two older games next week. Actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Playing through Scarlet Nexus, the um, Bandai Namco RPG. That uh, I have a feeling that's going to start dropping off Game Pass Mm -hmm. in the next month and a bit, so Mm -hmm. I might get onto it. And I mentioned this uh, the other week to Indigot that uh, I've been watching a lot of Mass Effect related stuff this uh, in recent weeks, so Mm -hmm. I might jump back into the Legendary Edition and uh, do Mike. You'll appreciate the the craziness of this. Um, Do the triple insanity run through of all three games in a row. So not okay. doing like new game plus to and or anything, just like insanity from start to finish all three. So it's and as gonna we be said, fun. it's it's, it's fun. it actually is in in some ways. And I remember there were some parts that I'm like, man, this is this is ridiculous. Number two is mm. so tough, but uh, it's gonna but be it's fun, worth so. it because the experience is really good. Mm. Infiltrator for the win. That's the way to do it. Yes. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, I think that's uh, the end of the show for the week. And uh, thanks everyone for joining. 
And uh, until next time, catch us later. Infiltrate Bye -bye. you later.